lot of white renderings that I see in the history book. So, you know, we need images, and there's, and there's especially by black artists. I'm just glad I can add to it. You are listening to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast. Welcome back to the Genesis Collective's Creative Podcast. I screwed that up. Welcome, welcome to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast, and we are continuing our artist conversation series. And we have Marlon Guest, who is one of our own founding creatives of the Genesis Collective. Marlon, you're a phenomenal artist. I mean, you've got stuff everywhere around the area. You're at Pittsburgh Airport. You have a special showing there. Amazing work that you do. Thank you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Because you can do that better than I can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Marlon Gist, professional artist Marlon Gist. There you go. I live in Aliquip. I'm from Swigley, graduated from Quaker Valley High. After that, I went to the Columbus College of Art Design in Columbus, Ohio, and that's where I crafted my skills. It's a four and a half year school, but I did three and a half before I ran out of money and had to drop out. But I, I learned what I need to learn from school, and you know, I'm, I'm rolling with it now because uh, in art, they don't look at your they don't look at your degree in art; they look at your work. You know, the, your work speaks for itself. So that formal training, though. That was a value, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I learned a lot in college. So, like I said, um, I wanted to finish, but, you know, it, it wasn't mandatory because I knew I was coming home to work. So, you know, and I knew I had enough skills to do what I needed to do um, as far as getting my art collection together. So you had the design to be a professional artist all along. Yes, yeah, plan A, and that's it. No kidding. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> wow. I think a lot of people just fall into it, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, or try to do it and, and not make it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing something else. Yeah. I mean, there aren't many professional artists around, right? There are not. At all. I'm, I'm struggling being one, you know what I mean? How but, so? How, how so? I mean, because it's really not an artistic, uh, a very artistic area around here. So um, it's hard to be an artist. It's hard to sell art. It's hard to draw people to do artsy things around here. Um, anything dealing with art, it's it's a slow process because no one around here was really nurtured up with art like I was. You know, my dad was an artist, so I seen art. I grew up with art on my walls. You know, other people didn't. They did you know, our art isn't really relevant in this area. You know, it could be, should be, but it's not. I've heard you say this many times, that we need more art. Mm-hmm. We need more pieces of art. We, ne- we need more artists. We need more mm-hmm. conversation about art. We need more of a culture of yes. art here. So what's the answer? Uh, I mean, you're, you're plugging away. Answer, right? I mean, <laughs> I think the answer is we, um, there's no one investing in art around here that, that has influence. Now, if there were some some big business person like the president of PNC wanted to see art, you know, he can get art done. You know what I mean? There's people who have money that can afford murals around here. There's thousands of artists around Pittsburgh that are waiting to get paid to do art, to do murals. But there's, well, I don't know. For me, there's no opportunity. There's no one coming to me saying, I got money for you to do this mural, Marlon, and I could do a mural. You know what I mean? But there's just not opportunity here. So I just sit back and I watch other people do murals here and there, but there's just so little murals around here. You you really don't even notice murals around here. There's more 
up in Pittsburgh, you know, but Beaver County is just like blank compared to, to uh, Pittsburgh. And, and Pittsburgh is short compared to other cities, you know what I mean? You know, uh, other cities are just loaded with murals. You know, there's a lot of people investing in murals. A lot of people want to see murals on the side of their buildings. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a culture. It's a, it's a feeling. It's a, uh, it's a vibe in your neighborhood that people don't even know about here. Right. So you're talking about we don't have much of a, a patronage system or a benefactor system here that, you know, people who have money or organizations that have money are not just investing and sponsoring artwork for the community. Uh, Steubenville, though, have you seen Steubenville? Have you ever been to Steubenville? No, I haven't. It, it's actually called the City of Murals. And it's just down the High River. It's probably 20 miles or so from here down the High River. And they have a lot. And I don't know the background of how those murals really came to be, but I think, my, from what I do know, I think a lot of them were sponsored by the city. They were sponsored by the community to put their history. So they have a lot of historical-related stuff up, and then they have stuff that is just sort of... Um, you know, expressive things, and it's really cool. And it's just like you—you you go down through their town area, and you turn, and every, every you know, back wall, side wall, there's mm. a mural of some some sort. I they may have well uh, more than thirty murals yeah. around that city, but because they have an art lover on their team, they have a like, yes. <laughs> somebody, yes. yeah, or people who just say, "This is what we're going to do. We're going to put our resources behind this here." Right. Mm -hmm. So um, your involvement with the Genesis Collective, has that helped you get exposure and leads towards things that you can do or connect the dots with, um, you know, creating more art in their area? Genesis Collective has helped me. I've met a lot of people through Genesis Collective. I've got jobs through Genesis Collective and, you know, it's helping me before I was like, thought I was about myself trying to be an art advocate in Alcoba slash Beaver County to just pay attention to artwork. You know what I mean? There is art around here. This is like real art. You know what I mean? But you were lonely. As <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but it's helped though. It's helped though. You know what I mean? Um, they, they do a lot. We've had art shows. We've had galas, you know, just, just different, different things that deal with art, you know? And yeah, I mean, they, they've helped me a lot. So I'm, I'm, I'm just glad it's there because, you know, we, we've came a long way within since we started. We've definitely let people know there is art. We've worked with a lot of kids and, you know, they're more aware of art, but there still needs to be more art. Yeah, you do a lot of work with kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, teaching them art and giving them an experience, put a yeah. paintbrush in their hand. And, yes. Yeah, how's that for you? Oh, I love it, you know what I mean? Because the kids, you know what I mean? I, I love to try to give them freedom to do something. I don't really, I go in there with a blank canvas. I don't go in there with the, like anything pre-drawn for them to color or nothing like that. I like to find potential and see who can express herself, you know what I mean? So there's nothing like a kid just going in, not, you know, not confident and finishing like, wow, I really did that. You know what I mean? Because uh, most of them go in really negative because they really never had experience with painting or or art. So, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them go in negative and come out like just sparked up, you know what I mean? Just like, wow, I really did this. So it's nice to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens then when you when you light that little spark off in somebody? I mean, you know, I mean, they get better. You know what I mean? As you know, I, I, I just say, you know, I'm getting my point across. You know what I mean? Even if it's one student, you know what I mean? That's better than none. 
But are there are there opportunities for these kids to carry on? I know the Justice Collective is trying to work on mm-hmm. more and more opportunities, maybe some more advanced opportunities for right. kids who who want to grow with their art. And um, but I'm sure it's still we're not where we should be. Yeah, not at all, not at all. Because I mean, even, even I mean, it goes even to to their parents. You know, I mean, they're not even they haven't even been introduced to art, so they're really not going to go out their way to, to put their kid in an art class because they don't know the, the benefits of what art can do to a kid. So they're just passing up all these art classes. You know what I mean? When I had my student in Alaquipa, I had a couple free art classes just coming in paint. Nobody showed up. You really? know what I mean? So I'm like, wow, that's what it is. You know what I mean? So, wow. Yep. So when you go into people's homes, do you look at the art on their wall? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what do you think? <laughs> what I think, I'd be like, man, it's about time for you to get some of Marlon Gibbs art up in here. I tell you that. You yeah. know what I mean? Always, because you know, there, I have so many friends that don't have my art on the wall. You know what I mean? Because they just, just that. That's Marlon. We don't need his art on the wall. You know, you can get it later. You know what I mean? But I, I, I love going into to people's house when they do have my art on the wall. I have a couple friends who has like. You know, a couple friends, you know, they got like maybe like four or five, six pictures in their house of mine. You know what I mean? So that that's when I feel good. You know what I mean? Like I got a couple people that really believe, you know what I mean, in my art. You know what I mean? But most people just don't even see it. But, you know, they'll see it soon, but they just don't see it yet. I've got a friend. <laughs> he, he goes to the thrift stores. And he buys art and whatever it is. If it's mm. in a frame, that's fine. <laughs> he mm. puts it on his wall. And I often think, like, do you? Do you have any connection to that at all? Or you just want to cover your wall space <laughs> on that, right? Like the people who buy those little frames, you know, and they keep the the people, the, the you know, the, yeah. the stock photo in the frame. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there, that's what you all different levels of art <laughs> art collectors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some some art collectors just go to a thrift store and see something they like. You know what I mean? And just buy it. You know what I mean? Some art collectors want to have a story to tell with their art. You know what I mean? To say, I know the artist, or, you know, I got a certificate, you know what I mean? This artist did that, that, you know what I mean? So there's different levels, you know, some people want only original, some people will buy prints, you know what I mean? So it's just different levels of uh, art and art collectors. Yeah. And it's all part of the scene, right? Oh, it's yeah, all, definitely. And there's room for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah. How would you describe your art? Hmm. Well, for, for, you're a you're a canvas painter. I'm an everything painter. I paint on whatever you know. Okay. what I mean? but so. two two a two dimensional surface. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have a couple uh, three dimensional paintings and stuff like that. Also. Oh, interesting. Um, I have a couple chairs. I have some mannequins. I got some uh, just objects in the living room, just like uh, vases and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to experiment. Um, I, I don't like to stay in the box and just be on canvas. I like I like to do everything. I like canvas. I like oil, watercolor, charcoal. I, I mean, I, I like to try it all. So, hey, do you do you like to challenge yourself all the time? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm always trying to draw something. Like, man, I don't know if I could do this, but you know what I mean. But I'm past that now. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, I, I could do this. I'm, I'm a I'm going to put this together and go a little <laughs> bit harder than the next person would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Well, you have a confidence about you. I mean, oh, you yeah. got to. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you know, I, I've been in the game for a long time. You know what I mean? You got to have thick skin. You know what I mean? I've been through a lot. You know what I mean? So I just got thick skin. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm 50 years old. I've been an artist all my life. You know what I mean? Like the only difference between me and, the, and, and these artists that are millionaires is, is I live in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? I don't 
have nobody walking by like, hey, Marlon, I got an opportunity for you. You know, we could put the tart in this uh, big building or museum. No. So I, I, if, if I didn't live here, you know, I mean, which is which I uh, <laughs> been thinking about for years, you know, what I mean, I, I, I think I'd definitely be in a different position. But lately, I've just been thinking like I'm at maybe at the ceiling of my game in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? I don't know how much more I can do. You know what I mean? But so you thinking on uh, thinking about moving on? I have to. I'm, I'm, I'm just praying I can sell enough art to move away from here. You know what I mean? That's it. You know what I mean? But people don't want me to move away here, so they ain't going to buy my art. <laughs> that's the way of keeping you. <laughs> they going to keep me here. <laughs> well, that's passive aggressive. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you know what I mean? There, there's just not enough opportunity for me here. You know what I mean? And people just don't appreciate art. When I go out, anywhere I go out, you know, I, mean, I got like three or four people come up to me, Marlon, hey, I'm going to visit your gallery. I'm going to buy some art. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, why? Why are you telling me this? You know what I'm saying? I deal with this all the time. And I'm just, I just hate that. I say maybe one out of 40 really shows up. You know what I mean? But everyone just, I don't know what it is when they see me. I'm going to get some art from you. I'm going to visit your, visit your gallery. It's just like, man, why y'all keep telling me? Why y'all, I mean, I already know half of them lying. So I'm just like, okay, yeah. you know, And I, and I just make it short, you know what I mean? Because most of the time, uh, you know, I'd be like, man, I don't like talking business, you know, when I'm out chilling, you know what I mean? Because, you know, people get crazy. Like, you know, especially when I get to a bar, you know, you know, people drinking more than me. Like, hey, if I had money, I'd buy all your artwork and my, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I just do what I do and, you know, I just keep working and learning. You know what I mean? It's every day I learn something new. And what do you think of those artists that, I mean, I don't want to put anyone down, but artists who, <laughs> ah, they just paint this drivel, uh, schlocky, run-the-mill stuff, and they're like wildly popular. People are buying their stuff, you know? So the person that comes to my mind is that is that guy, um, uh, Kincaid. You know the guy who does those really overly in the top romantic uh, landscapes with fairies and uh, I forget his first name. His name is Kincaid. Well, I got to see that. Um, see but that. He sounds like crazy. And mm. I mean, I don't, it doesn't appeal to me, mm. but, and I always, when I look at that and I see these, how popular they are. And it's like, I don't know how that strikes, you know, when you, when I see other, well, I think very talented artists, you know, like yourself, it's like, why is that kind of art not striking with people? And then this over the top commercialized stuff striking, I don't get it, but it's a thing. It's a thing in the art world. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's all about location and who, you know, you know what I mean? If, if you know, rich friend, they could buy your art. You're good. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? If, if I had a couple people buy a couple of my pieces, I'd take off too. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. But, it's all location, you know what I mean? Do you spend a lot of time marketing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Is that a big chore? Is that a. Yeah, yes, indeed. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, I mean, it's not big, big, but, you know, I do it. You know, I, I try to, you know, post something on my um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, at least every other day just to, you know, put something on it, just, just to keep me in mind, you know what I mean? Just to stay relevant a little bit. Right. So you put the business guy hat on when you, you say, I got to promote this stuff, promote yeah, myself. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, there's no one else going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Except me. So, you know, I tell people I'm the CEO, I'm the janitor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's a one man show. You know what I mean? A lot of times I wish I had help. You know what I mean? My daughter helps me a little bit. You know what I mean? But, you know, I wish I had help sometime, but. Is the production of your art costly? Is the outlay for paints and canvases, is that expensive? 
Um, I mean, no, not really, not really. It can be, but I, I, I only shop when there's a sale going on. You know, okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a frugal shopper, so okay. you know, what I mean, I, I wait till there's a sale. I'll go to the store and load up. You know what I mean? No, no. In, in between time, if I got to buy some full price, I'll buy a full price. But I try to get a bargain when I can. Mm-hmm. I know a fellow. He uh, he does a lot of acrylic work, and he's always telling me, "Oh, this is the best acrylic." He's got you know. He's listing mm-hmm. all these ingredients, and they're yeah. like some crazy stuff from far flung places in the world. And he said, "This yeah. is the best ingredient in the world." And I think ninety dollars a tube, and it's like <laughs> well, I don't know why, but it means something to him. Yeah, well, I can say I, um, when I first started painting, I painted with oil. I learned in um, in college. You know, we we started off uh, painting in oil, so. After college, I came, I was painting oil, everything, even stuff that I should have painted in acrylic. But um, I ran out of oil paints and it is really expensive and I couldn't afford no more oil paint. You know, I, mean, I was like, wow, man. So acrylic was more affordable to me. So I, I started painting a lot in acrylic. Next thing you know, I was like, whoa, I, I like acrylic now. You know what I mean? So I got good rid of acrylics because I couldn't afford oil paint. So I, I guess you can say you know, it, it, it gets kind of expensive. You know, it depends on what level you're on. You know what I mean? If, if you're just a regular artist not selling art, it's really, really expensive. Right. Yeah. Right. You go in for, like, high-quality canvases because oh, yeah. they last, right? They'll yeah, last yeah, longer. yeah. I, I get the best of everything now. You know, I, I don't I don't, I don't, have stuff on that. You know what I mean? And I, and I try to tell other artists, like, get the thick gallery rock canvases. Don't get them little skinny ones no more. Or, like, don't mess around with that paint. You got to mess with this paint. Don't mess around with them brushes. Use these brushes. You know what I mean? Because you got to have the best stuff to, to get the best results. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the Underground Railroad, your project? Oh, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, I'm, this is really fascinating to me, and I think mm-hmm. this brings together not only your art, but history, mm-hmm. our local history in particular. So you want to talk about the work you've been doing with the Underground Railroad? Um, I don't even know what you call it. Is it a project that you're working on? A, a... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a project I'm working on. So I mean, we're just, you know. Well, you were commissioned, right? Yes, okay. I, I was commissioned. I was given the freedom to um, to make some images of the Underground Railroad, and I had the freedom to do what I want. So, um, you know, I just I just thought about. I just did a lot of reading, a lot of research, and then I start doing artwork. So, yeah. There's not a lot of pictures of, of, of black history in the Underground Railroad. There's not many photos of of the Underground Railroad because there wasn't too many pictures back then anyway. But there there, there wasn't a lot of photos, so you gotta uh, kind of imagine. So I'm I'm just glad to be able to to make some images depicting the Underground Railroad. So maybe one day my pictures will be in the history books. So the art that you wanted to create around this project, you wanted it to be representational of the black experience. Yes. Right? Yes. When we talk about the Underground Railroad, to be blunt about it, it's mostly the white savior. <laughs> right? The white saviors who yeah. opened up their homes and ushered mm. people through New Brighton into New Galley and mm. places north and, and so forth. But we know that the history of the Underground Railroad is actually very different in a general sense, that mm-hmm. African Americans mostly ran the Underground Railroad. They, you know, they were mm-hmm. between city to city. It was African Americans who ushered people. Mm-hmm. Most people conducted themselves, right, if you will. So it's not that we didn't have the 
white savior experience. <laughs> and I say that, and that's kind of pejorative, but it's you think of the Townsend family, the wealthy families yeah. and well-connected who were able to provide for and give passage. That got stuck in the history books, and that is what is celebrated by and large. Yeah. But you, you want to present that different view. Yes. Right? So not much to work with. No, not, not in terms of uh, research, you know what I mean? You know, all the pictures were just like almost the same, you know what I mean? Just like black people all together sitting in front of a house, you know what I mean? Or just, you know, in the, in the um, slave fields. But there wasn't like no, there's no like intimate pictures like black people sitting in the bath, just getting bathed by their mom or just sitting at a dinner table having, you know what I mean? Eating with their family or nothing like that. One of my images is, is a picture of slaves getting sold in like a lodge. Everyone doesn't like to see that, you know what I mean? So, there, there, you know, a couple people seen that picture and, you know, kind of like got offended. But it, it, it's, it's history and, and that's what I'm drawing right now, you know what I mean? That's what I'm making, so. And you have some works that, um, it's one of my favorites is, is the woman who's pointing north mm -hmm. to the stars, right? And the yeah. Big Dipper, right? The Drinking Gourd, the Big mm -hmm. Dipper. Yeah. Uh, the North Star was very important. It was the guide star yes. right, of, of moving north. And uh, that's an amazing image you have. And you have you have Frederick Douglass, yes. who was instrumental in a big way, who would mm. come here. He would come to New Brighton and talk several times. He came mm. to the area and um, tried to uh, inspire people, the abolitionists, mm. to, uh, to take up the cause. So you have a portrait of Frederick Douglass. Do yes. you have a portrait of Harriet Tubman? Yes, Harriet Tubman also. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So some of the um, most notable African-American actors yes. in there. But there were so many others who just never got... Their names never got recorded. Yes. To this day, you wouldn't know who they are. They, mm -hmm. No recognition. Yeah. Local historians say this is true. There were African-Americans who were in a cave in Darlington area. And some of the locals, and they were rabid anti-freedom people. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were getting, they call them uh, copperheads here. They were sympathizers with the, with the South. Mm -hmm. Um they didn't think highly of, of black people at all. But the story is that they went and they filled the cave with brush, lit it on fire, and they died. Five, six freedom seekers died in this cave. That's a very negative thing. If it's historically true, right, that's, that's significant history. Yeah. But that is, that is negative history. A lot of the Underground Railroad was actually conducted by black people themselves. Mm -hmm. To me, real heroes. Would you rather paint something like that very powerful moment, but very negative moment, like that cave, or focus on some of the heroics of the African experience? I mean, or maybe they bo they're both equal to you, and but they both sh should be presented through art. Yeah, cause that that part right there with the, with the cave and stuff like that, I never knew. Like, I never knew that right there. So that was around here. Yeah, in Darlington. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard anything like that before. So that, that's harsh. I mean, that's just harsh history. And I I I had learned of a drowning crossing the Ohio River. I think just mm -hmm. south of here. There was a, a group that was crossing, and there were some folks that, I think it was a family that drowned mm -hmm. in the river. And you could say, okay, well, let's point to that as, you know, example of what people, um, you know, so desperate for freedom that they danger their lives on the river, and mm -hmm. unfortunately this happened. But oh, that has a negative connotation to it. It's yeah. real, but it's negative. Then you could point to, like, some of the folks up north in Mercer County where they had a, a community where there were freed slaves, and they were freed by their owners. They mm. came up there, and they uh, had a had a village, and mm. they were 
you know, prospering. And my understanding is that they were folks who came, would fetch people from town to town, mm-hmm. right? They were free blacks. Mm-hmm. They were referred to as free blacks. And they had almost a license to, so to speak, to, to move around the area. Mm-hmm. So they could come and then take the folks who were actually the, you know, few, we call fugitives, right? Mm-hmm. The freedom seekers and pass them on to the next station. I think that's the kind of heroics that we need to see more of and hear more of and learn more of mm-hmm. because it was really how things were operated. But there's so much history to unpack and to think about. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think this, this idea of using art to convey history, I think is really important. Uh, I have an online project that kind of uh, touches upon that. And I've, I've identified some artwork from the area that is historical artwork, mm-hmm. right? You know, stuff that's no longer there, but we have a painting of it. You know, there was a general store in the lower end of Beaver Falls that uh, there was, from a photograph, someone actually painted the store and uh, the family, you know, you know, they allowed me to use that in the project. And out in the little town called Homewood, someone painted a mural on the side of a house of the old St. Cloud Hotel mm-hmm. was there. It was really important back in the railroad day. Yeah. Uh, and that's gone, right? That The hotel is all dilapidated now. But you see it in the artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, wow, that's something. So, so I guess art, art really has a function. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It can keep history alive. And it, more importantly, I think it can frame history mm-hmm. in ways that other things can't. I mean, so when you're doing your, so you, you make those decisions, right? I'm going to craft this look. I'm going to craft this pose. I'm going to craft this mm-hmm. vision of this person, mm-hmm. right? Now, you're Frederick Douglass. Uh, what did you use as the model for that portrait? Just I was just searching for photos in, uh, online. You know what I mean? There's, there's only so many pictures of Frederick Douglass also, you know what I mean? Some of them or younger, you know what I mean? But, you know, I just wanted to use the most popular one people notice, you know, with, with the gray hair, you know, with the gray afro, you know, like kind of two-tone. And, um, you know, I just, I just, just trying to change it. I put a lot of color into it, you know, in the picture. So it's, it's a, it's a mix with, uh, it's black and white. It has some uh, blue and orange in it also, just to mix it up a little bit. You know, I got kind of like a realism and a, like a graphic design look at the same time. So Yeah, that's when I saw that. I mean, that was so fascinating to me. That struck out right mm-hmm. away. Because you see that image and it's mm-hmm. monochrome. It's black and white. Yeah. And you just like brought that boom with the color. It's really yeah. stunning. Yeah. It's stunning that. You know, there's a letter by Frederick Douglass at the Greersburg Academy in Darlington. Mm-hmm. One of the times he came here, he went off on the canal boats mm-hmm. and he was going to Cleveland or somewhere and uh, and he wrote this letter back to uh, one of the folks here in, uh-huh. in the area where he stayed and and he said that the uh, river the canal boat captain invited him to sit at the table with everybody else and uh, he was he was really stunned by that gesture yeah. of humanity you know what I mean mm-hmm. because black people you know you did you slept on the back yeah. you ate separately from everybody else but anyway, there's a, there's a handwritten letter by Frederick Douglass out there in Greersburg Academy which is kind of interesting wow and as famous as he was there's still a lot of people just don't even know who he is I mean like uh, I took it up to my printer last week to get some copies and uh, there was an architect in there you know rolling out of stains he's like who is that right there somebody famous I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> very famous yeah. you know what I mean I yeah. said yeah and I didn't even say who it was I just said yeah you know what I mean he was rolling his papers back up you know what I mean <laughs> went on his way you know what I mean I was like okay yeah I was like he, he don't know his history you know what I mean so yeah. that's, that's why 
that's why I like doing what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? There's going to be a lot more people who know Frederick Douglass. Like I said, when I was in high school, I went to Quaker Valley. I didn't have a lot of black history. You know, there's, there's a lot I didn't know. You know what I mean? I had to learn it college and just, you know, through watching TV shows and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just needs to be out here and, and seen. And making those connections to us locally here, so important. So your paintings mm-hmm. then can be a gateway to opening up a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's not a lot of pictures in the history book. So, you know, that's why I'm making mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we, we need images and there's, and there's not a lot of images, you know what I mean? Especially by black artists. I'm just glad I, I can add to it. Where can people come to see those pieces of art, uh, Underground Railroad and other artworks that you have? They're going to be at the new gallery, Portobello. Okay. In Beaver Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So they're, they're going to be there and. Can people see them online? Really, really soon. I'm going to have a website together. But okay, but not yet. That, you don't yeah. have it yet. Besides that, you can look at uh, Facebook, Instagram. Okay, so you're on Facebook and Yeah, Instagram. yeah. So if you go to Facebook, you know, you got to go in there and look at uploads. Then you can really find all the pictures in there. But yeah, yeah, you can look me up on Facebook, Instagram. I have, uh, I have a lot of videos on YouTube you can check out. I have a gallery downtown uh, with my sister at 1125 Penn Avenue right near the convention center downtown. And um, if you just type me up on, on YouTube, you, you can check out some gallery tours that I have on there. So I'm, I'm not hard to find. Marlon, thank you so much for being our second artist conversation. Appreciate you having me, Kevin. You And you're very professional and I love your voice too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> All righty. Okay, that's good. You are listening to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast. To express ourselves, we have to know ourselves. What do you love? And if you get close to what you love, who you are is revealed to you and it expands. You start to see how connected we all are. It's so beautiful. In singing our song, in telling our story, in inviting you to say, hey, listen to me, and I'll listen to you. We're starting a dialogue, and we come out of our corners, and we start to witness each other's common humanity. We start to assert it, and when we do that, really good things happen. You have to express yourself. It's actually super easy. You just have to follow your love. There's no path till you walk it. Nothing else, nothing else.